Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages, backgrounds, universes, and beyond, the next time you see us in this capacity will be as we welcome you to the magnum opus of the Fantasy Daydreamers Fantasy Football Season Live on Twitch. Watch as the Fantasy Daydreamers finally eat their just desserts as they suffer the wrath of their long-awaited bet punishments they've been eluding all season as well as the final podcast for the 2021 fantasy football season the daydreamy awards with never before seen award segments subject to change surprise guests subject to change and life-changing revelations subject to change and it's going to be the the fake fantasy football award show event of the season you don't want to miss it, but now, for the penultimate pod of the season, producer Ian, hit that funky music, white boy. What's chillin', what's chillin', y'all? Welcome in to another episode of the Fantasy Daydreamers Podcast. I am your host. I am back. Finally, it's been a long time. I miss y'all. I'm sure you guys miss me, too. Or maybe not. But I'm back either way. It's your boy, JJ. You guys can follow me on Twitter at JJ Daydreamers. With me today, I also have Ryan what's up guys you know the twitter r-o-k-k-o rocco daydreamer and keone is here with me today (sighs) (sighs) gotta catch my (laughs) breath after that intro oh boy but you know where i don't have to catch my breath is on a place where you can use your fingers and or other appendages to type thing and that's on twitter where you can follow me at daydreamer keone all right yeah, yeah, thank you for that intro. Do we want to tell the people what uh, the bets are? Just remind them real quick. So I, me and Ryan made a bet. Uh, Damien Harris or Ronald Jones for the season. I, I think we all know Ronald Jones is going to lose that one. And so I'm going to have to do something, something crazy that uh, you guys are going to have to wait and see. Uh It'll be probably on our Instagram. We'll put we'll put up clips to all of our bets uh, places. But if you really want to see it, sign up to the Patreon. Patreon. Yes. So there will be certain aspects that you can see for free, and then the other aspects, even better aspects, that you will have to um, shill a little uh, coinage to to be able to see that extra stuff. Cash. Uh, mm. So I lost that bet. Uh, Ryan, did you lose a bet? Yes, I did. Uh, DJ Moore outscored Devontae Parker. I think Devontae Parker got hurt in this game because he got zero targets. It's not my fault. It's not my fault. DJ Moore still sucked. So he did, but uh, he outscored. Uh, yeah, he outscored Parker. So. Parker. The only Parker I want around is Peter Parker. <laughs> and Keone. Did you, did you lose it? Yes. Uh, I have lost two bets, or that will be, you know. Wilson! Uh, <laughs> Shout out to my boy, Wilson! Jeff Wilson, that, yeah. Yes, I, uh, I 
narrowly got beat out by uh by point two points. Uh, so because uh, he got over the thirteen point threshold because uh, of a stupid garb or stupid uh, vulture touchdown, but that's all right, you know. Uh, we. Uh, so I will do something in regards to that. And then, of course, uh, we've mentioned it many times. Uh, I will be eating some some spicy, spicy food, which I uh, am not prone to handling well. <laughs> My body does not like me. Um, and so I will be doing that in regards to the uh, Wayne Gallman bet that I made with uh, producer Ian early, early on in the season. So. <laughs> Suck it. So there you have it. You guys will get to see all three of us, all three daydreamers suffering some sort of wrath from uh, one another. Uh, so it should be a good time. Uh, follow us on Instagram and Twitter at FF Daydreamers to see some of that. And then like uh, Keone and Ryan said, patreon.com slash daydreamer media if you want to see the full everything that is done. Uh, so it should be fun. It should be a lot of fun. Let's get into today's podcast with some news. All right, the Titans designated running back Derrick Henry to return from IR. He was out there in practice on Wednesday running over some pads. How do you guys feel about Derrick Henry? I mean, if he comes back, you guys got to start him in week 18 if you're playing week 18, right? Uh, Or has it been too long? I think he'd be on a snap count. I'd start forming if I was if I was playing. In week eighteen, you're going you're going championship Balls to game. the wall, man. You're just trying to figure out the right plays. I get it, but it'd be hard to start Henry after that layoff and think that he's going to get a full a full workload. Yeah, forty touch game. I mean, <laughs> that dude is the Hulk, some type of created character on Madden, so he might be able to do it but i don't think so I, yeah i wouldn't put my money on it uh all right cardinals running backs jane uh james connor and chase edmonds uh were both oh james connor was limited chase edmonds did not practice on wednesday sorry about that um kind of big you know benjamin someone you can pick up and start or uh, if you really need to i mean Hopefully this is like a oh a normal you know just like a Wednesday where it's like they chose not to to play you know Chase Edmonds or, or whatnot and so I'm a little un- concerned because I don't know if I feel comfortable with enough with Eno Benjamin but you kind of have to wait and see uh, and then like definitely if James Conner plays I think you put him in and then although it's a monster yeah exactly and then if Chase Edmonds like if James if both of them are playing James Conner and Chase Edmonds I don't know if I put Chase if like if I'm gonna go with Chase Edmonds because it's because then that's just too many people in the backfield maybe I don't know I feel it I feel it where do you stand Ryan let's say let's say both of them are playing do you, do you play either? Connor, stay away from Ito and Chase. Yeah, I think that's where I'm at too. I think James Connor has a better chance of playing than Chase Edmonds does. So, Bengals running back Joe Mixon was placed on the COVID 19 reserve list and was ruled out for this week's game. Tough one, but you got to find someone to replace him. Uh, so. I don't think a lot of Bengals are going to play. I think no, uh, I don't think Joe so. Burrow already said he's not going to play. So Joe I would Burrow, expect yeah. most of your Bengals to be out 
I mean, keep an eye on it, obviously. I but. think I think that is going to be a terrible game, Bengals and Browns, because you look at it. Oh, Baker Joe Mixon's got surgery. Not play. Yeah, Joe Joe Burrow's not going to play. Baker Mayfield went on IR. He's going to have surgery on his shoulder. Um, Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt both limited at practice on Wednesday, and we saw Kareem Hunt hasn't played for a few weeks now. Nick Chubb, we saw him on Monday. Did did not show up. He looked he looked hurt, really. So I think that's going to be a stiff arm from hell. <laughs> Najee and him both hit him. Bop! Oh, bro. Yeah. Like, walk my ass off the field after that. Uh-uh. <laughs> Fuck this, coach. You ain't paying me enough for this. <laughs> Full of an old Antonio Brown, huh? <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. Quick. Quick with it, bro. Yeah. Because they're going to yeah. send you that meme, bro. Rick and Morty, where they shoot the. Shoot the gun and you go into another time portal. That's yeah, put the ass dimension. In. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be so mad, bro. <laughs> yeah, this, so that's going to be a tough game to watch. I don't want to start anyone in that Cincinnati Browns game. No. Broncos plays quarterback Teddy Dripwater on the IR. Uh, it's it's been a rough year for him. I mean, we knew he wasn't the answer for Denver, but it's getting a little dry for Dripwater. I'll tell you mm-hmm. that. Yeah, it is. It is. I I mean, that might be his the end of his starting career in the NFL right there. Sad but true. Mm. Wide receiver Jerry Judy was activated off the COVID-19 reserve list for the Broncos. With Drew Locke throwing him the ball, are you guys playing Jerry Judy? No, I don't I don't like Drew Locke as it's getting like Drew Locke Drew Locke is not also not the uh the answer. And I think he's Breach. does much let like does worse for the other players than a uh, Chetty Dripwater, who actually, you know, when he's playing, can do a decent job. But yeah, Drew Lock has shown, nah, no. Yeah, I agree with that. Vikings. I was quarter- trying to think of a oh. judge reference. I just couldn't think of one fast enough. I was trying to say, I was like, case dismissed, but I just couldn't, I couldn't think of anything good enough. The quick wits of Ryan Williams. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I agree with Keone. I, I don't, I'm not excited about starting anyone on the Broncos either with Drew Locke. Vikings quarterback Kirk Cousins was activated off the COVID-19 reserve list. And just a week too late, I think. He will start on Sunday, but the Vikings are now eliminated from playoffs. Um, I guess this is good news if you have Dalvin Cook, Justin Jefferson, because they really let you down in Week 17. I mean, if if you won in Week 17 and you moved on to Week 18, good for you if you have them. Um and good for you because Kirk Cousins will be back. Hopefully they'll be they'll be back on top. The Washington football team activated Antonio Gibson from the COVID nineteen reserve list. Now this is a guy that uh, are you guys starting Antonio Gibson? Remind me of who they're facing. The Giants. Oh, I mean that's a good matchup. Yeah. So, like, it's uh, both because both. I mean, both teams are terrible. Um, but yeah, I'm. Uh, um, <laughs> I no, know. I wouldn't start him. I just have to. I would start him. I guess I would. Yeah. At that I point, mean, you have to. I can't keep saying no to everyone. Yeah, exactly. That's that's where I'm at. I think I think there's so many people that are actually confirmed out that even though he's coming off the, the COVID, I think uh, I think you got to start him up. 
I mean, if if you have better options, obviously. Um, I have a name in mind, but Keone's going to talk about him a little bit later. And so oh. I think I, I want to know where Ryan lands with that. So I'll bring that up uh, later on. The Washington football team also announced they will be revealing their new team name in February. So <sighs> stay tuned for that. Uh, they will no longer be the Washington football team. R.I.P. Washington's. Washington's. <laughs> it's been leaked. The Washington Washingtons. Uh, yeah, the end of an era. I kind of like the the Washington football team name. <laughs> it's, it's very. Uh, I don't know. It's funny to me. Yeah. It, 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 I mean. It, I mean. Yeah, I still it, read WFT as WTF every single time. So <laughs> it doesn't <good>. matter. <laughs> It's it's like a knockoff NFT, but yeah, yeah, NFTs are bad in general anyways. So, all right, that'll do it for today's news. Let's move on to some streamers. So who are you guys streaming in week 18? Keone, you want to start us off? Sure. And then hopefully this is the person I was, or you were alluding to do. To That's what I'm hoping I was for. Gonna, I was gonna Fingers talk. crossed. I can do the joke and go go probably not, but I think <laughs> Devin Singletary? Yeah. Okay, okay. Do you want to start Devin Singletary or Antonio Gibson this week? Um, I think I go with Devin Singletary, clearly, because I have him, the guy who is... Um, is my they they both go against New York teams or technically New Jersey teams based on no. where they play, um, but they have New York in the title, and I think I'd prefer a running back playing against the Jets than I would maybe just like a running back playing against the uh, the Giants. Not that the Giants are that much better than the Jets, but uh, the Jets are notoriously bad on a uh, on defense this this Garbage, year against the run, yeah. um, and I. Garbage. I know this year Josh Allen has basically run the ball whenever he's felt like it, and he's the guy who's typically scoring when they're in the red zone, or he, did, he does a lot just because, you know, he has people make a, a giant flesh wall, name of my new band, uh, and he just runs behind them, and it's it's an effective tool, but uh, I think Singletary is, is somebody who has emerged this year as a guy who is like, oh, I, I wouldn't have, you know, I wouldn't have necessarily thought he would be where, where he's at because I think we we've said like, oh, you Zach Moss, and then you know, but I think you can. He's he's done a decent job, and I think he's. Um, I don't know if he's done enough to where we'd be like, oh, I'm going to draft him as my RB one, but no, uh, no, no, definitely he's not definitely, an RB one. But he's a guy who you can think about maybe. Yeah, um, I mean, definitely these past four games, he's. He's improved, and I mean, the first one came at Tampa Bay, where he finished running back 16, and since then he was he's been running back six, running back 11, and then running back four, and then now he plays the Jets, who are one of the worst, if not the worst, run defenses in the league. Yeah, I I don't think it will be very pretty for uh for the New York Jets, who are gonna probably get murdered. Because the uh, the Buffalo has something to, they have a division title that they're going after, so it's like let's let's not you know pull any punches, let's not you know make any like mistakes or ease up or what have you. Because the Jets certainly don't deserve it. I know you heard us talk about them in the last podcast, and they because uh, they're dumb, they're stupid, and uh, like yeah, he's backed it up the past few weeks. He's gotten at least eighty yards. Or around 80 yards 
plus more in scrimmage, and he catches the ball. But yeah, you know the the old joke, as they say, what's uh, green and white and red all over? It's it's the New York Jets after this week. So whoever is you know who's holding the the gun, the the or the the knife or the gun, or probably in this case the rocket launcher. I think Devin Singletary will be doing that against the Jets. <laughs> yeah. I, I agree with that. I like it. I mean, yeah, the past four weeks, he's just playing on a ton of snaps. Um, I mean, besides at New England in week 16, where he only played in 68, I know only 68% of the snaps. But besides that, he's been playing in over 80% of the snaps of the past four weeks. It's just he's on the field. And production is going to happen if you're getting the ball, if you're out there on the field. Um, Zach Moss is clearly not the guy for this team. And so, yeah, I think uh, Devin Singletary going to be uh, a pretty good draft pick next year uh, because he's going to fall again. Mm, for sure yes. he's going to fall. And so I think I think you're going get to get him at a pretty good price there. Ryan, who do you got for your first streamer? Uh, for me, Taysom Hill versus the Falcons. Uh, he averaged 75% completion percentage last year against them. 232 passing yards, one passing TD um, per game, and then 66 rushing yards and a TD. Um, also, the Falcons have been horrible against QBs and their running ability. First in most QB carries against. Third in most QB rushing yards allowed, and eighth in most QB rushing TDs allowed. Um, Jalen Hurts, Josh Allen, Cam Newton, Sam Darnold, QBs who have any ability to run have shit all over the Falcons throughout most of the season. I expect it to happen again with the Saints having a gym chance at making the playoffs, um, especially if they beat the Falcons. So, yeah. I think Taysom Hill runs all over him. It's going to be a division battle, but they're both in domes no matter what, so the weather won't play a factor. I could see this being one of those kind of high-scoring Saints-Falcons games where Taysom Hills runs two-plus touchdowns. Yeah, I agree. I think that, that that's one thing that you're looking for on these streams is teams that actually have something to play for a lot of the time. Oh, exactly. All, all my guys have something to have are on a team that have to win. At least, yeah, yeah. Or, um, I mean, play most of the game. Yeah. And that's why my first guy is going to be Marquez Callaway, Taysom Hill's number one wide receiver, the number one wide receiver on the Saints right now. Um, obviously, you're going to start Alvin Kamara and the studs on that team, but I think you can also start Mar- Marquez Callaway. He leads the team in receiving touchdowns, receptions, targets, literally every receiving stat over AK, which kind of surprised me, actually. I thought AK was going to lead the team again, but nope, it's Marquez Calloway right now. And, um, yeah, I, I just think that, again, he the Saints team has something to play for legitimately and uh, a, a shot at the playoffs, and so they're going to have to be playing hard against a lackluster Atlanta Falcons defense. I think you can start all your Saints up. Uh, yeah, I mean that's he plays better as well with Taysom Hill, that's for sure, and that's that's why like he uh, that's why I said to pick him up as a, a waiver wire guy this week. So yeah, he's yep. a, a great streamer. Next up for me, I'll go with uh, Pat Firemove. Um, hey, shout out! Baltimore has allowed a 
passing touchdown to a tight end in seven of their games this year. Um, they're really beat up. Again, Big Ben not throwing the ball deep. Pat could be a red zone target. Just, I think, have a good chance of scoring this week. They have, both teams have, you know, could make the playoffs as everything goes right for them and they win this game, depending on what happens to other people. But Pat Fire Move could get an end zone for sure. Um, Titan or Ravens defense is just so beat up. I just, I'm not sure how much more they can go. Yeah, that whole Ravens team is all beat up. Um, yeah, I like I like that pick, especially with the tight end position. You're looking for someone that could that could get into the end zone for sure. Um, Big Pat is one of those guys that's proven throughout the season. You know, he hasn't done it every game or or a lot of the time, but he's been pretty consistent this and the thing year. Is he's a rookie tight end. You don't yeah, expect yeah. that for rookie tight ends. Yeah. Um, Unless you're Kyle Pitts, then we expect too much. But, <laughs> but then, then if you're Kyle Pitts, you're not expecting end zone, so you're yeah, only expecting yeah. uh, yards and reception. So uh, it's it's some give and take there. Uh, I definitely think that you can find Pat Fryermuth on your waiver wire still probably and uh, easily start him up. So somebody that might be somewhat shocking, but I think they have potential. As long as they play, and this so this where this is like a little bit of a gamble. Um, well, besides, it's a gamble on gamble. It's uh, it's Jared Goff. <laughs> so don't 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 shut off right now. Don't don't stay. To keep that dial um, where it's at, you know. Uh, but because I know he he's, he had COVID, and then he had you know the knee injury that still might be affecting him. But before that. In two of the three last games before um, he got hurt and all and has been out, he threw for three touchdowns each in each of those games and had uh, over 23 fantasy points in each, depending on your scoring. Um, but he is the QB 25 right now, and the Lions, b- despite being you know big, fat, dumb, stupid, idiot, liar, mean faces, damn you, Dan Campbell for about DeAndre Swift, but. Um, they're facing the Packers, and if you haven't heard, the the Packers um, are basically on vacation this week. Um, A-Rodge and most of the Green Bay boys are going to be kicking it on the sideline like it's their own personal beach, and that leaves the Lions with, I think, their best chance to get a win over uh, the Packers all season and probably for a while. So uh, I think Jared Goff, depending on if he plays or not, I think he has a chance, given the specific circumstances, to do well. That is interesting. <laughs> hey, we've got to risk it to get the biscuit. And if we're talking streamers, then... There you, know, you go. Yeah. Um, my next guy... It all depends uh, on what type of biscuit. So. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, bro. I'm not sure. I'm not risking for every biscuit, bro. This is, I need you know, know, what biscuit is it? And what kind of, do I have some honey? This is... Pillsbury, okay. Pillsbury Doughboy. See, you know, the funny thing, I was thinking of like a British biscuit, which is a cookie. So, of course, you know, guys, for the international audience, I was mm. thinking of that nice, rich, buttery... Irish or Scottish shortbread, mm. just flakes in like flakes in your mouth and just melts with a with a cup of coffee. Mm. Yeah, or yeah. or tea, you know, or tea. tea. Yeah, yeah, but tea. Yeah. no, I'm not doing it with tea. Fair <laughs> not enough. Probably I'm, tea. I'm, I'm, I understand I have, people would. <laughs> I have to speak for the international audience. Yeah. Listen, yeah. 
Am I biscuits? Are we talking about KFC biscuits or, or Popeye's biscuits? Popeyes. That's what I need to know here. Popeye's biscuit. Yeah, K- K- I mean KFC is the thing the, the, is the, I don't remember what a KFC biscuit tastes like. The thing about KFC dry. biscuits, they you it's always dry. gotta ask for your honey from there. It mm. pisses me off, bruh. Mm. Popeyes, they know they put the sauce up in there. They know they know <laughs> the honey needs to be on there, bruh. Two yeah, packets. It's so at least. dry, but I'm gonna eat oh. it. Yeah. And then you need a whole cup of Sprite right next to you. Yeah, yeah. But drink all of that. <laughs> Just like all soaks right. it up like a sponge. My next streamer is going to be Josh Jacobs. Josh Jacobs going against the the Los Angeles Chargers, who are one of the worst rush defenses in the leagues. And Josh Jacobs has been quite surprising. He's running back 16 on the season. Um, and he's only been outside of the top 36 running backs once all season, which which really surprised me. It felt like he had more of an up and down season, but really he's been he's been pretty He's been very consistent inside that top 24 almost every week. Um, there's only been three weeks he's been outside of the top 24. Uh, he is a running back, too. I think that a lot of people at the beginning of the season thought he was going to be that fringe RB1. If you did, like myself, I did. Um, I was wrong about that. He's that running back 15 to 20 range. But he's going to do that for you almost every week. And against a Chargers defense that doesn't seem to like to stop the run on a game that really matters for both teams. I think Josh Jacobs will be heavily involved in this game and uh, you can start up Josh Jacobs. I think even though this is sort of like supplementary in a way, I believe they're finally getting Darren Waller back. So I think that helps the offense. Regardless Darren, of it, yeah. regardless as if Darren Waller does well or not, because we see that Derek Carr is inaccurate. Some like for whatever reason, he's only like, or he is the most inaccurate when throwing to Darren Waller for whatever reason. Frustratingly, but I think just he's one of those pieces where it's like he helps the offense just be better, and so and that trickles down to the running back position. Oh uh, yeah, Darren, Darren Waller was activated off the COVID nineteen reserve list, um, and he was back at practice on Wednesday. So yeah, you could see Darren Waller. So let me ask you real quick: Are you starting Darren Waller if if he plays? I think so. Yes, because I was like last week would have been you know the fortuitous week. Like oh yay, Darren Waller's finally back, and then he gets then he gets put on the COVID list, and it's like mm-hmm. son of a bitch. Like this is just terrible timing. And then so I would have played him last week. I think I would play him this week. So I don't think that would change. It's just if he's playing or not, and he finally it, is playing again. Yeah, and it's it's a big game for the Raiders and the Chargers. So it's it's winning they're in, right? Whomever, like. I think that the Colts have stuff to do with it too. Okay, the Colts yeah. have to, would have to lose to Jacksonville. If the Colts lose, both are in, right? They can both get in if the Raiders if they tie. And Chargers tie. Yeah, but if I think if one of them lose, I think if the Chargers beat the Raiders. The Steelers could get in. Yeah. Yes. If they beat the Ravens. And then but the Colts need to lose. Much work. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but talking about the Colts, man, we're professionals. Uh, my third guy, Michael Pittman Jr. I don't know if you guys noticed, but uh, last week I also attacked the Jags because their defense has been very bad. And it worked. Actually, their whole team was bad and it worked out for us. 
Harris, Stevenson, and the Patriots defense got off. And then the Pittman's going to do the same thing. And the Colts, like we were just talking about, have to win to get in. Um, going against the Jags, defense has allowed 32.6 points the last five games. The Jags have been outscored 163 to 54 in those five games. That's over 100 points. Uh, Pittman caught all five receptions, or all five targets last time they played for 71 yards. For me, if I was the OC, Frank Wright, Colts offense, I'm getting Carson Wentz a good game to head into the playoffs. Pittman, T.Y. Hilton, both a part of it. And Jonathan Harris can get his 100 yards. We all know that. But Pittman's going to get off. Keep some momentum going into the playoffs. Let's hope. Yeah, uh, let's, really, I, just the Colts are like, last week, the, the, besides winning, the devastating aspect of last week was the 10-7 and 7 possibility is no longer available for Miami. <laughs> I so know. I got, Let's go, Jax. Let's get these very draft spots. No, no, no. I'm <laughs> going for it. I got to play the playoffs. I don't care anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's go, baby. Go, Jax. I, I know. Go, Colts. Go. When's the last uh, time, producer? You know, I don't know if you could look this up. When's the last time that Indianapolis won in Jacksonville? It's a long time. I, I think it's been a couple of years now. I think it's longer. I think it's like 2014 or something. Like that. Oh, that's that's a long. Let's time. put it trivia time. We can make okay. It, we can talk about it right now. Let's go. Yeah. Uh, okay. I'll say I'll Aaron. say four years. Okay, so so you're saying 2018, so, 17, so or four games. Um, that's only four games total. That's not too bad. Four games. Well, in Indianapolis, in Jacksonville. I'm going so 2014. So. Eight I'm, games. You know what? I'm just going to go with the number that popped in my head. I'm going to go 2018. Yeah, I'll go with 17. That's what I'm. That's what I'm going with. All right. Well, let you, when producer Ian knows that, we'll uh, get back to it. Um, it'll take uh, so, a minute. So just keep talking about something. Else. Yeah. So, so speaking of the the AFC South, there you go. Uh, oh, man. <laughs> I got a I got an, another team that. Is needs to do well, even though they're already they're in. I think it, they need to win for seeding purposes. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the Titans' defense. Mm. So I uh, I don't know how they're great th- how great they'll do in the playoffs, but I mean they're in, uh, and I, their defense isn't as great as some other teams that you might see in the playoffs. But uh, for this particular matchup against the Houston Texans, um, I think they they can they can do well because it's kind of a revenge game for the defense in particular because they had one of their worst games against Houston earlier this year. Uh, but, you know, as of uh, since the bye, thereby they've, uh, they haven't allowed more than 20 points, including a shutout against the Jaguars, I believe. Uh, and, you know, they're, uh, if they can, if they can get less than 20 points, they're getting um, a lot of sacks and it's it's interesting because I it the auto corrected as sex, so they're getting a lot of sex. These the uh, these Tennessee Titans defense, um, but yeah, they're getting a lot of sacks. And uh, if as long as they can get turnovers, I think they will do quite well. And the uh, you know they just need to win. So there you go. Yeah, they have a lot to play for. 
for that number one seed in the AFC, that's huge. You have to remember that you you get one team gets a bye now. Only one team gets a bye this season. So to get that bye and and oh, that's right, that first playing. place. It's oh. not just home field advantage anymore. It's for that. It's for that first round bye over Kansas City. Yes. Which would be huge for the Titans. They need that for Derrick Henry to heal up. They they need to win this game. It is huge for the Titans. So I do expect them to show up in a major way. Yeah. It's big time. It's the big leagues, baby. All right. Producer Ian, you got the answer for us. When is the last time Indianapolis won in Jacksonville? The year was 2014. One and oh, baby, I'm never wrong. Undefeated every week. <laughs> so the streak continues. Six, what is that? Six losses in Jacksonville? Yeah, that should be it. Oh, that is that is rough. Mm. Can we make it seven, Ryan? Can we make it seven? No. <laughs> I, no. Don't, I don't want it to be seven <laughs> either. I, want, I mean... The thing is, the Colts have to lose for the Steelers to get in, though, Keone, so... Dang, that's... You know, I wish the best for you, but, and so... Oh, that's that's tough, because I do want the Colts to win, but, like, you're you're more closely tied to the Steelers, um, so, like, I think it would be better... Like, I think you would feel better about the Steelers making it in than I would the Colts getting in, you know? But um, I hope your team rots in hell. <laughs> Fair, fair. All right. Uh, my last streamer is going to be San Francisco 49ers wide receiver, Brandon Ayuk. He has been really up and down. I mean, he started off the season pretty bad. Seemed like he was in the doghouse for Kyle Shanahan. Just wasn't getting play, wasn't out on the field. Um, but as of late, he's been out there. It's just, does he produce or not now? I mean, uh, do they get him the ball? This is clearly a run-heavy team, but whenever they get around the goal line, all is for naught. They could they could bring Brandon Ayuk in motion, hand him the ball off. They could run a little jet sweep. They can do these different things, and they get a lot of people the ball inside the red zone. Brandon Ayuk has a large possibility at scoring a touchdown. He has five on the season now, which I know is not that great, but um, it's it's not nothing. Uh, he's wide receiver 36 on the season right now, and they play at the Los Angeles Rams. That's a good defense, but again, the 49ers have something to play for. They have to win to make the playoffs as well, and so I think that this team shows up. Um, Debo Samuel almost fully transitioned into a running back now. Yeah, he's getting some targets out there, but Brandon Ayuk has seemed to turn back into the wide receiver one. George Kittle has clearly returned as well, um, and it is a tight end option now. But I think Brandon Ayuk is someone that you can start this week, and uh, I expect him to get into the end zone. Yeah, this is this is another one where I can see this as, I guess this might be an upset, if if you will. Where like the, I can see the the 49ers pulling out a a win against against the Rams. Yeah, the, and, that's what they and, just have more to play for than the Rams. The Rams are already in. Yeah, they did they wrap up the the division. I, I guess I think they already win. got the division. 
I think they already have the division too, but they can't. Or they have to win this week to to get the division. Maybe because Arizona won. I think that, yeah. that might be okay. Well, then yeah, they so they um, then yeah, the Rams have to play for something as well. Um, Just gonna but, make the 49ers throw more to Brandon Ayuk. There you go. All right, that'll do it for today's podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you guys like our content, you guys can find all of our stuff on our website at fantasydaydreamers.com. You guys can also follow us on Instagram and Twitter at FFDaydreamers. Follow us on Twitch at Daydreamer Media. We we go live, recording this live right now. Shouts out to the Twitch. And so if you guys want to join us on Twitch, just hang out, talk to us, interact with us. It's a good way of doing it over there on Twitch, Daydreamer Media. And then the easiest way to get in contact with us, ask us any questions you have. Dynasty is going to be a big thing in this offseason. We're going to be here answering you guys' Dynasty questions. And how you get in contact with us is on our Patreon, patreon.com slash daydreamermedia. You guys can ask us any questions over there, and we will answer them for you. We're going to help you guys win your championships. Hopefully, you guys don't play into Week 18, but if you do, we're here to help you guys for the rest of the week win you guys' championships, get those belts, bring those trophies home to where they belong with the daydreamers so thank you for tuning in tell your friends and remember stay dreaming stay dreaming stay dreaming